stay connected. Sign up for our newsletter. Go beyond your favorite Voice America shows. Visit iradioblog.com. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Leadership Matters with Dr. Cheryl G. This is your forum for exploring and discussing challenges that are faced by public and nonprofit leaders. And now, here's Dr. G. Good afternoon, and thank you for tuning in to Leadership Matters, informing leaders, inspiring solutions. I'm Cheryl G., and I'll be your host for the hour. Today, we're going to be talking about coaching for greater success. And with us to help us have this conversation, we have Jordan Goatrich, partner Leadership in Organization Development with Custom Matrix Incorporated. Jordan, thank you for being on the line. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. Mm-hmm. And then also, Samuel. Samuel, say your last name for me. It's B-R-E-S-L-E-R, Bressler. Bressler. Thank you so much for joining us as well, Sam. And Sam is a full-time faculty in the Business Administration and Human Resources at Brandman University. And Brandman is part of the Chapman University system. Is that how that's said? That was perfect. Okay, wonderful. Thank you so much for being on the line as well. My pleasure. Uh, yes. So I'm going to actually start by asking each of you just to share a little bit about your background so that we can appreciate the perspective that you bring. Jordan, why don't we start with you? Sure. Well, thank you, Cheryl. I, um, my background is, uh, and, and this is what I bring to working with uh, executives and, and leaders in agencies and organizations, uh, former chief operating officer of a healthcare company, which we grew and sold to WellPoint Health Networks, and then um, after that uh, started a consulting practice. And I've uh, worked with the Center for Creative Leadership. I'm also a licensed therapist, and I had a long stint in a uh, career called Employee Assistance Professionals, which is. Um, working with employees and businesses, helping them be more effective, and also working with managers and supervisors, uh, helping them be better managers and supervisors. Okay, great. But, Jordan, we appreciate your taking the time to be with us today, and just welcome mm. to the show again. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Sam, how about yourself? All right, thank yourself? you, Cheryl. Uh-huh. I, um, I began my career as an organizational psychologist uh, in the public sector, uh, I, uh, I'm a product of the East Coast and began my career in Maryland uh, and then Virginia. After 10 years, I made a shift uh, and moved into the profession of human resource management, uh, held a variety of roles, including uh, the role that brought me out to San Diego 13 years ago as vice president of human resources for a $9 billion professional services firm, um, actually headquartered here and uh, also have been an educator for the last 14 years, uh, 
and became a full-time member of uh, Bramman University's business school just five months ago. Oh, wonderful. Great. So nice to have you have that great mixture with regards to the um, world of academics, but a rich background in this field as a practitioner as well. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So coaching means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. So just so we have a framing for this conversation and where you're coming from, I'm going to ask you each, what does coaching mean to you? So would you like me to start? Uh, Thanks, Jordan, yeah. Okay. Well, as you said, coaching means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. And really at this point in the evolution of the coaching industry, um, there is no one accepted definition. So people talk about life coaching, uh, helping people uh, achieve their goals and objectives. Um, my focus is in what I would call executive coaching or business coaching, which is really helping executives achieve results for their agencies, for their organizations, for their businesses, and also helping them develop their organizations and their employees and themselves. Okay, great. And yourself, what would be your um, your focus and your thoughts around coaching, Sam? My, my definition, and I agree with Jordan, I, I don't think there's a single operational definition, but the working definition that I've used um, in the times that I have coached others um, is that it's a process of uh, equipping leaders, managers, uh, even individual practitioners with the uh, the tools, the knowledge, and the opportunities they need to develop themselves and develop their communities, their uh, subordinate communities, uh, to achieve optimum business results. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. With that in mind, Sam, why don't we stay with you? I'm going to ask you um, if you can think of a time when either you've been involved um, in an effective coaching relationship as a coachee, in other words, someone was coaching you, or as a coach. Um, what was that experience, and uh, what made it a positive experience? Well, in, in the role that I mentioned very briefly in my introduction, um, I had a role as uh, a trusted advisor to about a dozen different business unit leaders in this professional services company. And when there were issues that impacted their performance, um, I usually went out and spent some time with them. Uh, I'm thinking of one particular example where we had a very successful business unit leader in another state. Um, He had excellent financial results but we were beginning to see the turnover among those reporting directly to him begin to spike to a a pretty worrisome state. I went out and spent some time, uh, conducted some interviews, and learned that what was concerning his direct reports was the fact that he appeared to have a um, very indirect, almost laissez-faire leadership style. That worked with some of his subordinates, uh, but it definitely didn't work with others. So we spent some time working with him and ultimately um, enabled him to come to the realization that he needed to develop greater flexibility in his leadership style, uh, more situationally oriented uh, to be 
better aware of the needs and desires of his subordinates. Um, he received some formal training. Um, I spent some time coaching him after that. And then we followed up with a series of interviews, and it turned out that those reporting directly to him were much more engaged and um, really much better satisfied with his leadership. Great. So, Sam, if you were to step back and think about what really helped make that um, coaching experience an effective one with regards to having a positive outcome, what do you think um, led to the experience being successful? Well, I think really problem definition is is a critical piece of this. Um, Putting him in a position where he wasn't just looking at the data immediately in front of him, but potentially um, what could happen to his well-oiled machine uh, if he didn't take some steps to start making some changes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we showed him the turnover statistics. We showed him some other information from an employee engagement survey, and he he came to the realization that he didn't want to allow himself to become um, a problem leader and decided that he needed to get on top of the issue sooner rather than later. Mm-hmm. So to answer your question now directly, data, um, and a pretty open uh, personality on the part of this particular leader, absolutely critical to improving your chances for a successful coaching experience. If you have someone believe that they have no flaws, that they're not open to input, it's going to be very, very difficult to um, have a successful outcome. I'm, I'm sure Jordan has and thoughts around that as well. Mm-hmm. Great. Thank you. appreciate that. Jordan, um, how about that from your perspective with regards to a coaching relationship that you were engaged in, be it either as a coach or a coachee, and what the experience was like? And, and I'm asking you to share with us a, um, a successful one. Sure. Mm-hmm. So thanks, Cheryl. Um, you know, coaching occurs on many levels, and Sam was talking about more of a senior leadership level. And uh, just to to provide some perspective for uh, everyone listening, um, I've been working with a with a with a man who I was going to say young man, but that's because I'm old. He's <laughs> he's not he, he's a fully mature human being um, who I originally met in a class that I teach um, at the university on um, coaching for uh, organizational excellence. And uh, he came in wanting to learn as a manager and as a leader how to use coaching skills. And so after he went through the program, he actually started working with me um, individually. He was a manager level in charge of a technical operation. And he had identified that he is far more technical and tactical than he is strategic, and also that he tends to not be a very relationship-oriented person. So over, I've been working with him for a couple of years now. Um, My role has been to be as a sounding board, um, to provide information, you know, to to get him in touch with his feelings a little bit and, and what's going on with him in relationships. 
Um, and, and we actually, in some ways, work as equals, um, sort of brainstorming how he can address things that are going on projects. Um, he's gotten promoted uh, over the couple of years that I've worked with him, and he's on the verge of another promotion at this point. Um, and there's a, at each level, there are, are new things to learn. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Great. And so when you look at that experience and his progression with regards to ability to move forward, um, what are some of the things that really led to success in, in your situation? Well, was it pretty I think much one the of them same is trust. or different than what was ex- what Sam, um, ex- you know, shared? Sure. I, I think one of them in this situation. Uh, Jordan, trust. it sounds like we're going to have to uh, move to uh, commercial breaks. So I'm just going to put a comma there, and when we come back, I'd love to hear what made that uh, coaching relationship successful and and have such a positive outcome. Great. Okay, so please stay with us, and we'll be right back with more on Leadership Matters, Informing Leaders, Inspiring Solutions. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Leadership Matters is brought to you by InnoVisions. Need to improve leadership, staff, or organization performance? Contact InnoVisions today for quality, effective, and affordable leadership, staff, and organization development training, coaching, and consulting services. Call 858-244-8264. That's 858-244-8264. Or email G at dr.g at InnoVisions.org. InnoVisions is a social enterprise of the Neighborhood House Association of San Diego. Funds raised go to support the Neighborhood House Association's mission, developing children, families, and future leaders of our communities through empowerment, education, and wellness. Technology is changing the way we live our lives and how we do business. On CIO Talk Radio, we talk about the benefits of technology and the great things it allows us to do, as well as its risks. Heard every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Pacific, Sunjo Gall interviews business leaders and other experts that are shaping the way we use technology. To learn more about the show, visit www.ciotalkradio.com. Keep up with the changing world of technology and listen to CIO Talk Radio with Sunjo Gall. Listen in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Pacific, right here on Voice America Business. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. are listening to Leadership Matters with Dr. G. If you have a question or comment about today's program, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to dr.g at innovisions.org. Now, back to Leadership Matters with Dr. G. Hey, thank you for joining us with Leadership Matters. Today we're talking about coaching for greater success. And with us today we have Jordan Goldridge, partner with Custom Matrix. And um, I guess the focus there is on leadership and organization development services. Again, thank you for being with us, Jordan. Oh, my pleasure. Mm-hmm. Also with us is um, Samuel 
Breschler, am I saying that correctly? Yeah, absolutely. Breschler Wonderful. is great. Excellent. Full-time faculty in Business Administration and Human Resources with Bradman University, which is part of the Chapman University system. Thank you also, Sam, for being on the line. You're very welcome. Mm-hmm. And, Jordan, before we went to break, you were sharing with regards to what helped to make your coaching situation with the client you were talking about successful. I want to have you just continue with that. Sure. So I think part of it, or a big part of it, is definitely trust and, and, mm-hmm. and confidentiality, the belief that uh, the conversation is, is confidential and that my goal and my intention is around helping him develop his career. Along with that is he is just highly motivated. This is somebody who takes on a lot of responsibility for his own development. So in the process of discussing something, an idea might come out that um, either one of us might have had, and when we meet again two weeks later or three weeks later or whatever it is, not only has he followed through on that idea, but he's followed through on six tangents to the idea. So a lot of it has to do with motivation. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I do bring some content to the relationship in terms mm-hmm. of um, just ha- how are people's brains wired and how do they how do their how do they work to be effective and get more effective as well as uh, organizations and, and some mm-hmm. uh, okay, team great. management models, things like that. Right. Okay, great. So, And I think uh, if I were to look at maybe some parallels between what both of you shared um, as relates to helping make things successful, I loved um, Sam starting off with the problem definition being critical. I think it's always important to know what it is you're working with. Um, and then providing that data, as Sam indicated, and the person being open. It sounds like in both situations the person was open. And, Jordan, it sounds like you're real clear on your role with regards to that you took on with your coachee. And what was critical was that person feeling a sense of trust as it relates to your having their best interest at heart and that you would maintain some confidentiality in doing so. And that the person themselves also brought, I think for um, Sam, you talked about openness as a as a um, personality characteristic, um, and Jordan, you talked about the person being highly motivated and taking responsibility for really wanting to advance their career. So I think all those are wonderful things in looking at what are some of the things that could help make a um, coaching relationship successful. Anything else you might add that one might look at with regards to establishing an effective coaching relationship? Jordan or Sam, anything you'd add? I think right off the moment, that, that feels like it. Okay, great. Sam, how about yourself? Um, the only small addition I could make here is, is really more process than content. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we talked about defining the problem uh, and developing clarity around what, what, the, uh, what the goal is. Mm-hmm. One of the tools that I've used in the past is to actually create um, you can call it a coaching contract, a coaching um, set of mutual expectations, but really trying to reduce to writing what it is that the uh, person being coached can expect from the coach and what it is the coach needs to expect from the person being coached. Mm-hmm. Okay, and sometimes so really that takes a little time to work right. through, but mm-hmm. when you get to the end of it, um, it, it usually makes it easier to move forward. 
right. So really kind of figuring out how the two are going to be together in that mm-hmm. coaching That's relationship. A great, that's a great answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you. Is everyone coachable? Jordan, what's your thought? Well, it's interesting. The, the whole term coachable, um, I, have a, I have a couple of thoughts on that. I would say sometimes people are not coachable, meaning they are not open to being coached or helped. And sometimes it's by a particular individual. So they may be open to being coached or helped by somebody, but not particularly the the person who is uh, trying to work with them or help Mm -hmm. them for a variety Mm -hmm. of reasons. It may be credibility. It may be trust. Mm -hmm. And then the other piece is is that um, I think when people are either too sure of themselves and they absolutely know that they know the right way, Sometimes they're not open to considering that there might be other ways. And sometimes the other place where I find people are sometimes concerned about being coaches is when they when they are concerned that they may not be up to whatever the task is and uh, they may not have the competency, the skills, and there may be some embarrassment around admitting that to another person or maybe they haven't even admitted it to themselves. So mm-hmm. I think sometimes for people may be closed off for one of those types of reasons. Mm-hmm. Great, wonderful. Sam, anything you'd add with regards to whether or not everyone is coachable and how one might go about, you know, maybe discerning the extent to which someone is coachable? Well, Jordan gave a great response. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe what I could do is answer the question from a slightly different perspective. Okay. And, and just turn the question around a little bit. I, I of course, agree that not everyone is coachable, mm-hmm. but... Maybe what I could offer are a few characteristics of individuals who are coachable and who are likely um, to own their part of the uh, of the outcome of the coaching process. Okay, great. Let's hear it. So one or two of them have already come up in the conversation. Um, people who have a high likelihood of success in being coached, First of all, they they needed to be committed to change. They they do have to have an awareness that um, there is something that that needs attention that requires their focus. And they need to be motivated to take the time and put the effort in to make that change, whatever it happens to be. So committed to change would be the first. The second would be um, someone who is open to information about themselves, uh, that means they've got to be willing to step up and hear constructive feedback without being defensive. Um, they also need to be open about themselves. They need to engage. Um, it's one thing to be able to sit there and listen to constructive feedback. It's another to be able to do something about it and do something with it and start thinking about how changes on their part could remedy the problem. Um, they also happen, should at least, believe that they don't have all the answers and that they should appreciate new perspectives, uh, particularly from the coach. Uh, and they also should have what I would call classic emotional intelligence. They need to be aware of their strengths and their improvement opportunities, and they also should be aware of how their behavior impacts others. So those would be the five characteristics. 
Wonderful. I love all five of those and think that's a really good, um, I wouldn't say measuring stick or markers to use and consider with regards to the extent to which someone may be open to being coached. Jordan, anything you'd add to those five um, wonderful markers that we received from Sam? That was very, very good. I guess I would just reinforce, um, I I think we both said the same thing, but... um, uh, maybe a little bit differently. It's the readiness for change or the commitment and the personal responsibility is just a, a real key. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, you, there's an old saying, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make, make him drink or her drink. And really, uh, when you're giving feedback to somebody or help to somebody, if they're not motivated and open to it, it's just noise. Mm-hmm. Great. And now let's talk a little bit about the other side of that. We, we talk about what do we do to support someone and, and being placed in a space where they are coachable. What about the coach with regards to what are some of the things that a person can do to best develop and support themselves in being best prepared or equipped to coach others? How about skills for the coach? So, mm-hmm. I, I, well, there are a number of things. One mm-hmm. is... I. The effective coaches that I know have an area of expertise. And sometimes we talk about coaching as just asking questions. And that may be helpful in some situations, but I find that there is a, um, there is an overlap between coaching and consulting in that the coach needs to bring some content to the table. So, it may be around relationships, it may be around performance management or human resources like for Sam, or it might be around uh, finance or whatever it is. Um, the coach needs to be secure in their technical base and in their, um, and their expertise and knowledge and continue to learn in those areas. Uh, secondly, there's the whole thing about how do you form a helping relationship with somebody? How do you, uh, when do you tell, when do you ask, when do you support, when do you challenge? Uh, And there's lots of uh, various kinds of training and um, experiences. I think um, I alternate myself between um, being in coaching myself and taking training programs on a regular basis just to keep myself fresh and as uh, Stephen Covey says, keeping the sword sharp. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Love it. Um, Sam, anything you'd add? Um, absolutely agree that, that staying sharp means continually exposing yourself to new ideas, new techniques, um, and then um, putting yourself in the position of practicing them. So th- those those were some wonderful macro um Solutions. I'd, I'd like to approach it perhaps from a micro level. Okay. I agree, I agree that you do need to have some content expertise, not only to enhance your credibility, but also to enhance your impact. Okay. Um, Sam, let's put a comma there right after impact, because we're going to take another short break, and when we come back, we will pick up on uh, where you are with regards to um, this thought of how do we prepare ourselves to be better coaches. So please stay with us, and we'll be right back with more on Leadership Matters, Informing Leaders, Inspiring Solutions. 
From the boardroom to you. Voice America Business Network. Leadership Matters is brought to you by InnoVisions. Need to improve leadership, staff, or organization performance? Contact InnoVisions today for quality, effective, and affordable leadership, staff, and organization development training, coaching, and consulting services. Call 858-244-8264. That's 858-244-8264. Or email G at dr.g at InnoVisions.org. InnoVisions is a social enterprise of the Neighborhood House Association of San Diego. Funds raised go to support the Neighborhood House Association's mission, developing children, families, and future leaders of our communities through empowerment, education, and wellness. We hear it and read about it every day in the news. Stock prices plunging, home prices receding, and unemployment rising to levels not seen since the Great Depression. How can you preserve and increase your wealth in this kind of economy? Tune in to Turning Hard Times into Good Times with host Jay Taylor. Jay will explain the decline of our monetary system and the economy and will give you winning investment ideas and the tools to protect and increase your wealth. Turning Hard Times into Good Times with Jay Taylor can be heard Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Leadership Matters with Dr. G. If you have a question or comment about today's program, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to dr.g at innovisions.org. Now, back to Leadership Matters with Dr. G. And thank you. We're back on Leadership Matters. Today we're talking about... Improving our um, coaching skills and um, really, I should say, coaching for greater success. And we right before we went to break, Sam, you were finishing up a thought. I'm going to ask you to um, continue there, and then want to welcome Cedric from Federal Express onto the line too. And we're going to turn our attention to um, Federal Express in just a moment. I'm saying Federal Express again. Uh, Cedric, it's FedEx, huh? Yes. <laughs> okay. Thank you. We'll be, we're going to be right with you, and thank you so much for joining us. Hi, you're welcome. Mm-hmm. Sam, would you please continue with regards to what would be some things that we can do to prepare ourselves to be better coaches? Thanks, Cheryl. Sure. I was um, actually going to mention just a few uh, skills that um, my experience with effective coaches, uh, these, are, these are fairly common skills that... Um, really can help you whether you're coaching senior executive leaders or um, or managers or, or individuals who are responsible for actually doing the work. Uh, I'd say that the first of them is really to learn how to be an active listener, um, not just paying attention to the fine detail of what your coaches are saying, um, but also listening to the emotion that, uh, that underlies it. Is there a lot of emotion attached to the words? Uh, is there passion? Is there anger? Is there joy? Uh, and also watch the coachee's body language. Um, how does the uh, coachee's body language compare with the words that are being spoken? Um, you know, the underlying meaning uh, of how a person sits, how they look, 
uh, almost the uh, vibe that they give off is just as important as the words that they say. Um, a second technique would be summarizing and repeating. Um, periodically, just summarize uh, where you are in the conversation, what commitments have been made, uh, just so that you are uh, constantly reflecting on what you have been uh, focusing on and, and, frankly, giving the person being coached uh, quite a bit of um, assurance that what they've shared with you has been heard. Uh, and that, that goes along with checking in on the person being coached periodically to see how they're doing, how they're feeling, do they have questions. So those are, those are just little skills that mm -hmm. along the way can help make the actual experience between the coach and the person being coached mm -hmm. um, more, right. more valuable. Wonderful. I love that. I'm going to um, add to that just briefly because you just said it and I want to underscore it and that's also evoking with regards to asking those questions. I think it becomes so important for the coach to really engage the um, coachee through effective um, questioning as it relates to really evoking thought in that coachee so it's a very active uh, process. Um, I'm going to pause on that with my, you know, for myself and maybe go back to sharing a little bit more, but want to not delay any further. And again, welcoming Cedric Manley um, from FedEx to our show today. Thank you so much for joining us. Hey, you're welcome. I know we've had the pleasure of having you on before. I think you spoke on, uh, what was it, performance management? Yes. Yeah, and it was a pleasure to have you on. Well, today we invited you back because we wanted to say thank you so much for all the volunteerism that we received in our programs for, from um, FederalX employees, so wanted to, did I say it again, huh, from yeah, FedEx employees. Okay. <laughs> so, Cedric, would you like to just say anything about your experience in um, volunteerism here or a message from FedEx? Well, first of all, thank you for having us uh, on again, and thank you for um, all you've done to help in, the, in our volunteer effort with uh, uh, for our FedEx Cares Days with with uh, the neighborhood house, it was a great experience for all of the employees, and um, many of them are are now going to be regular volunteers with the neighborhood house be as a result of our our interaction. So it was a fantastic, and and thank everyone at the neighborhood counts uh, neighborhood house, uh, especially uh, uh, Rudy Johnson for inviting us to come and be a part of what the neighborhood house is doing in the community such a fantastic uh, work that uh, really allowed a lot of people to be exposed to uh, some things that they they weren't aware of that are happening right in our community. So it was an excellent experience for us and uh, I believe for Neighborhood House as well. And, and uh, my senior manager desires to continue our relationship and do it on a more frequent basis, and that's Doug Etros, and uh, he's made that statement. So we hope to be back uh, with Neighborhood House on many, many uh, more occasions in the future. Wonderful. Again, well, thank you so much. We appreciated having you with our seniors program, reading to the children, working in our uh, emergency food program, and just all the many um, areas and places in which you guys um, really provided service. So, And I know that we had some come back and work with our um, program with regards to we had a around Thanksgiving, yeah. an event where we um, did, I think we call it, ah, dinner with our children. Valerie, am I getting that correct? Yes. <laughs> and they actually came out and, and uh, participated in um, 
feeding our families that came in. Many of them were from a lot of the homeless shelters in the area. So um, very much appreciated. So, again, thank thank you you so much for choosing Neighborhood House to partner with and doing your volunteer program. And we look to do some more things and greater things in the future as well. Okay. Thank you again, Pastor Cedric Manley. And I know you are the... um, I want to say... Airport Operations Manager for FedEx. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm like, what is your title? (laughs) Okay. Again, thank you again. We welcome you on. And we also know you from the community with Greater Life Baptist Church. Yes. And I I think I know your title there best as pastor. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Thanks again. Well, enjoying your show and enjoying uh, your guests for today. Uh, A lot of good comments and a lot of good things to that even uh, remind me of things that need to be done as far as coaching. Wonderful. Well, you're welcome to join in on the questions from the um, audience if you'd like to. So feel free to, to hang around for the next, you know, end of the segment. All right. Thank you. Okay. okay. Valerie, you want to start in with our questions? Always a pleasure to have our associate uh, director join us, our associate producer join us, and uh, share with us questions received from the listening audience. Valerie. Yes. Thank you, Dr. G. Um, do have quite a few questions. Hope we can get through them in this segment. Our first com- question is uh, comes from Shayla in Nevada. She wants to know what is a supervisor or manager's role in coaching their direct reports, and how important is it to their success? Okay, who'd like to answer that one? Jordan, Sam, Cedric. Sam, would you like to go first, or or Cedric? Oh, I'll 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 be glad to. Uh to jump in. I believe the question was, what is the manager or supervisor's role in coaching? Yes. Uh, I, I believe that managers and supervisors can be highly effective coaches with some training and, and, uh, and skill development um, in that area because they're in a position to actually notice when uh, there may be an improvement opportunity or uh, there may be an otherwise uh, very well-performing employee who may be starting to get into difficulty in one particular area. So the immediacy of the, of the information uh, and the opportunity to provide feedback, uh, I, I think, would be extremely valuable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I will diddle that. Jordan, did I hear you going to say something? Sure. Well, and, and clearly... In- both in terms of managers but also in terms of leaders, there's increasing amounts of research out there that say that managers and leaders who spend time teaching and coaching uh, tend to be the most effective and that Mm -hmm. we live in very complex times and coaching, as we've been talking about, is helping somebody think through and take other perspectives on how they could be more effective manager can't be there all the time so to the extent that the employee trusts the manager enough to let the manager let the manager know that hey I don't know what I'm doing here or I'm not so sure if this is the best way and the manager engages in a conversation with them that's around improvement uh, the more effective the, the employee will be the manager and the whole unit okay excellent uh, Valerie, another question. Uh, Dr. G, just to add Oh, yeah, it, sure. Mm-hmm. I'll take a page out of your book, which is Modeling, Supporting, and Rewarding, mm-hmm. that uh, the more we model as uh, as uh, leaders, and I like to say leaders rather than supervisors and managers, um, the more we model and support and reward those behaviors that we 
um, would like to see Im- imitated throughout the organization, the more um, that coaching style affects the overall operation or the overall employee morale and, and group. Excellent. Love it. Thank you, Cedric. Valerie, did you have another question? I do. I have a question from someone in California who'd like to remain anonymous but wants to know, as a trained life coach, what role can I fill in a larger organization? Okay. Anyone wants to um, provide some insight to that person or for that person? So there is a tremendous overlap, this is Jordan, there's a tremendous overlap between life coaching and executive coaching uh, in that uh, people show up in management positions and in executive positions and in leadership positions as whole people. And so a life coach might help somebody figure out how they can, you know, what, what are their strengths, how can they leverage their strengths to be more effective, what do they need to change, as Sam was saying earlier, and, and so does an executive coach. Um, I think part of the difference between the two is that with life coaching, there's only one client, and that's the person you're coaching. With executive coaching, often the organization is paying the fee so that you have two clients there at least, the executive, the, the coachee, and the uh, and the organization, and if you throw in that there's probably a manager in there that's a third client. So really in terms of life coaching, it's getting, uh, is, is getting sophisticated or more familiar with the business environment and learning some skills around how do I manage the boundaries around those relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one might say in a larger organization, depending upon that life coach's background, if they have the um, the qualifications to do so, even plugging into the employee assistance program might be helpful, or if that organization has a professional development or a career development um, space, one might say, within the organization as relates to uh, one might find that in in the HR area, not sure where that might be positioned, but it's another thought. And I think that the skills of coaching, um, although the subject matters may be a little different, certainly the, their coaching skills one would consider to be um, transferable. So the topic may be a little different than the broader life, but certainly I think the coaching skills could still be leveraged. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Other um, questions, Valerie? I think you said you had quite a few today. Yes, I have a question um, from Jeannie, mm-hmm. and she wants to know what type of experiences slash education would a more seasoned coach recommend for someone trying to grow into the field? Okay. Who wants to take that on? This wouldn't happen to be somebody from the San Diego area by any chance. Uh, you know what? I don't think, Valerie. What did you? Did Let you me look the at the original question. Yes, it's a California question for sure. I'm not sure if it's San Diego. Uh, Do you have a suggestion? Uh, uh, well, one suggestion would be there. There is a uh, a program at Brandman University in uh, January on uh, executive coaching and. Um, I am teaching it, and another very well-known executive coach is co-leading it. Uh, you wouldn't happen <laughs> to know her by any chance, would you, Cheryl? Oh, I'm, I can't think of her. No, I'm kidding. Yet, I'm looking forward to partnering with you on that course. Okay. 
Mm-hmm. And then there are, you know, if you look at the, um, for instance, the, in, uh, the International Coach Federation website, there are lots of accredited programs there. And if you were wanting to coach within a, in an organization, you would look for training perhaps that's more there are both life coaching and more business and executive coaching. Okay. We're going to have to pause and take another short break. Please feel free to stay on the line. Valerie Cedric, you're welcome to come back as well. And we'll try to see if we can answer a few more of those questions in our um, next segment. So please, please stay with us, and we'll be right back. Try to get to a few more questions on Leadership Matters, Informing Leaders, Inspiring Solutions. business community's first choice in internet talk radio voice america business network leadership matters is brought to you by InnoVisions. need to improve leadership staff or organization performance contact InnoVisions today for quality effective and affordable leadership staff and organization development training coaching and consulting services Call 858-244-8264. That's 858-244-8264. Or email Dr. G at dr.g at InnoVisions.org. InnoVisions is a social enterprise of the Neighborhood House Association of San Diego. Funds raised go to support the Neighborhood House Association's mission, developing children, families, and future leaders of our communities through empowerment, education, and wellness. Tune in every Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time for The Growth Strategist with Aldana Ambler. On the show, Aldana and some of today's top business professionals will discuss some of today's most pressing business issues that hold you, the business owner, back. Aldana will also give you 21 ways to grow with her list of growth strategies. Grow smart, grow profit, and grow your business with Aldana Ambler and The Growth Strategist every Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the bottom line in business talk, Voice America Business. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Leadership Matters with Dr. G. If you have a question or comment about today's program, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to dr.g at innovisions.org. Now, back to Leadership Matters with Dr. G. Thank you for staying with us. Leadership Matters, Informing Leaders, Inspiring Solutions. Valerie, you were sharing with us questions from the listening audience. Want to continue? Yes, I have a question from Charles in California. He wants to know, am I shortchanging myself by not seeking out a career coach? Mm, Interesting. Uh, Thoughts? Sam or Jordan? I know it's not a lot of context there, but what would be... What is your thought? Is a person shortchanging themselves by not seeking out a career choice? I mean, career um, coach. I, I can start. Go ahead. Okay. <clears throat> what um, what I might recommend is uh, really a four step process 
in answering that question. The first would be, what, what is the individual's goal, life goal? Um, and do they feel that there is something missing from their toolkit um, in their path toward achieving that goal? Uh, so what is their goal? And then taking a look at their current reality uh, and then determining whether or not they have the skills, uh, the resources, the relationships, um, the mentors to help them achieve it. If they do, uh, they may not need uh, an additional resource. Um, if, they, if they feel that they are lacking either in the skills, the tools, the resources, then looking at um, another resource, um, a life coach could be very appropriate for them. Okay, great. Thank you. Jordan, anything you'd add? I, I think just building on what Sam said, sometimes people think of career coaches or life coaches at a time when they really don't know what they want to do or they're, they need to transition. So I would think if uh, this person is in a situation where he really doesn't know what he wants to do or where his skills might fit, um, that certainly that would be a uh, valuable thing to have uh, to talk with someone about. I know I originally started off my career wanting to be a uh, family and marriage therapist, and I, in fact, am licensed to do that. And I wish I had talked to some people because the reason I transferred out of it is uh, the, the reasons I thought that I would go into that field turned out to be not what I really enjoyed doing. Mm-hmm. So it can always be helpful to get a lot of perspectives. Okay, great. Thank you. Valerie, any more questions? We have one other question that actually was answered in the dialogue earlier. That person wanted to know what are some of the signs that an employee is not coachable. Mm-hmm. And I think you you're, you, and your guest did an excellent job of answering that, but did want to acknowledge the caller's question. Okay, wonderful. Thank you, Valerie. Thank you. Mm-hmm. How well, about I, I, if, if I could, I'd like this? To... Okay, did you say something, uh, somebody? I heard a voice. Yeah, yeah. I, I would like to throw in just one other uh, comment about employees being coachable. Okay, great. And that is, um, you know, managers wear a variety of hats. Uh, one of the hats is the coach hat, the coach teacher hat. And then the other hat is, I guess for want of a better word, I'll just call it the manager hat uh, or the, the accountability hat. And sometimes when that kind of question gets asked, there's a situation where an employee has been engaging in behavior that is not acceptable in the workplace or doesn't meet standards. And um, really the manager needs to have a direct conversation with the employee about what it is that they're doing, what what is expected, and, and most importantly, what are the consequences for failure to improve uh, so that the manager is being clear and honest and fair with the employee. And then the employee will decide whether or not they, they want to get better or whether they want to be coached. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and one might add to that just a bit more. In that conversation that the manager, manager may be having may be more of a performance management conversation regarding expectations. And going exactly. back to what um, yourself and Sam indicated earlier with regards to the person 
being open and there being trust there, perhaps it may or may not be that supervisor who's the best person to support that employee with coaching, depending upon the circumstances, but certainly it is the uh, supervisor who needs to be clear on expectations and and um, certainly evaluate whether or not what they're needing from that individual is being exactly. delivered. So coaching can sometimes be, um, like you said, a relationship between the employee and the supervisor, and the coach may not necessarily uh, be the supervisor. It could be someone else. From yes, some, exactly. Yeah. Okay, great. Thank you. Valerie, again, thank you so much. Thank you, Dr. Jean, mm-hmm. for our guest today. Yes, thank you. How about references? Uh, any references or resources that our listening audience might um, consider as relates to strengthening their knowledge in this area of coaching? Hmm. Jordan, anything you want to? Um... Well, there are so many. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you kind of started with some. You can reinforce those or list others. Are, are you talking about, for instance, books and? It could be books. It could be classes. I think you were talking about the class at Bramman coming up. You can say more on that if you'd like with regards to where people can go to register. um, And I know Bramman, for instance, has a whole variety of leadership and organization development courses. Why don't don't you mention some of those, Sam? Yeah, I would would love to. Actually, um, our winter term is coming up. It begins the week of January 3rd. We have uh, courses in... um, leadership and innovation in team development, team building, uh, conflict and, and negotiation. Um, we, we have a basic course in theory of leadership. All of these are being offered uh, in the January, February time frame. We have uh, additional courses offered uh, in the March, April time frame as well. But okay, those do are the you ones have a website that people would go to or a phone number that they would call if Absolutely. they were interested? Okay. Sure. Uh, we'll, we'll start with the phone number. That's uh, area code 619-296-8660. Okay. And website? Website is very simple. It's um, brandman.edu slash San Diego. Okay. And why don't you spell out Brandman? Brandman is... Uh, B is in baseball, R A N is in November, D is in dog, M A N brandmen.edu. Great, thank you. Any other references or, or um, resources that anyone might suggest? You know, I'm going to suggest the uh, FYI book. I, I love that from the Center for Creative Leadership. Yes. It's a, a really good tool for uh, being able to put words to some of the things that we may experience, be experiencing or want to coach ourselves or others uh, with regards to. So the FYI book that can be found, I think it's FYI for Your Improvement, um, can be found at the Center for Creative Leadership's website. Jordan, any other thoughts that you might think of or want to share with regards to one of my One of my favorite books, and this is sort of aiming high, is called The First 90 Days, and it's by, I can't remember his first name, but it's Watson. Mm-hmm. And it's basically a cookbook for what happens if you take over a new department or a new division. How do you how do you front load you, the whole thing for success in those first ninety days? Mm-hmm. It really is um, one of the best strategic and technical sort of manuals that I've ever seen, and I've recommended it to a lot of people that I've coached. Okay, great. Uh, it yeah. sounds like we're going to have to wrap up this um, segment. 
our episode from today, but I really want to thank you, Jordan, and want to thank you, Sam, for coming online today, and want to also thank uh, FedEx and Cedric for joining in, and Valerie, our associate producer. And thank you always to our listening audience for tuning in. Please join us every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time for Leadership Matters, Informing Leaders, Inspiring Solutions. Thank you again for tuning in. Leadership Matters with Dr. G is broadcast live every Wednesday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a wonderful week and make your leadership matter.